Good morning, we are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to give you a shot of caffeine, good news, and inspiration. Your morning moments really do matter. How you start your day influences how the whole rest of your day is going to go. So we're starting with some fun this morning. What are we celebrating today? Today, August 20th, is National Lemonade Day. I can drink to that. (laughs) What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. Not that. That's so sweet. (laughs) It's sour. It's sweet. Do you like lemonade? Yeah, I love lemonade. Me too. Especially Especially when it's sweet. has vodka in it, that too. Did you know that California... No, I didn't. <laughs> I pretty much don't know anything you're, you're going to tell me. I have a feeling. Did you know? No. Would you like to know? Yes. <laughs> Would you hurry up and tell me? California and Arizona produce almost 95% of the entire U.S. lemon crop. A single... This is apparently lemon trivia. A <laughs> single lemon tree can produce up to 600 pounds of lemons in just one year. That's a lot. That's a lot of lemons. I wish we could grow lemons here. That would be cool. Yeah. Lemons and limes. That would be amazing. There's a restaurant in California that specializes in creating unique lemonade drinks. Okay. Lemonade and what what are some examples? They're unique. Okay. They didn't give examples. Oh. And they didn't give the name of the restaurant. It's a secret. (laughs) So it's just if you happen to run it, we can't even promote the restaurant? No. (laughs) (laughs) I will look it up and we'll put links in the, in the somewhere. All right. Well, how are we going to celebrate if we don't know a unique lemonade drink to celebrate with? I don't know. That comes later. That comes later. <laughs> later after we do the episode and you have a chance to exercise your Google fingers. That is true. All right. Did you know the use of lemonade dates nope. back as far as ancient Egypt? Nope. And it has roots all over the world. So everybody likes lemons, apparently. Everybody likes lemonade. However... The concept of Lemonade Day was created when founder Michael Holthouse, his daughter, Lisa, wanted to add a turtle to her pet collection. I think that's Lisa. I thought it was just Lisa with an extra S. <laughs> so you just go, Lisa. <laughs> well, his daughter, Lisa. <laughs> wanted to get a new turtle. Wanted to add a turtle to her pet collection. All right. And she already had lots and lots of pets. So her dad said no. No turtles No for turtles you. allowed. But she was dedicated and determined, so Lissa decided she would open up a lemonade stand to raise money to buy her own turtle, and she asked her dad for help, even though she said, I <laughs> thought right. that was funny. You're not going to give it to me? I'm going to make you work for I'm it. I'm going to make you work for me to get the money, and then I'm going to get it. I thought, way to bring him <laughs> back around. That's a girl. This brilliant um, idea gave Michael, the dad, the inspiration for a National Lemonade Day campaign. So he wanted to give more children the opportunity to learn the business skills, responsibility, financial literacy, goal setting, and teamwork. All the things. All the things, just like his daughter, Lissa. So giving those children across country lessons that, that, that would help them create their future, understand what it's like to be in business, give them confidence, build them you know, business skills, things like that. So now... Lemonade Day is a free program for all youth. They have curriculum set up, activities, services, products, and resources so that you can have your own Lemonade Day and then make money. And a lot of them donate it back to charity or through their community or to get a turtle. It would have been much (laughs) easier for dad just to say yes. Here, go buy. Here's 20 bucks. (laughs) Here's $20 for a turtle. (laughs) But in hindsight, probably so. <laughs> but he would not have influenced children across yeah, the country. That's really fun to I, make them entrepreneurs. So we're gonna have to put a link 
to those resources. We will. And if any of you participate in a not quite on lemonade day, lemonade day stand, I want to know how it turns out. Yeah, that'd be great. So start slicing right. up some lemons and get to learning. All right. Lemon learning. Lemon learning. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we were talking about a, a cross-couple kidney transplant. You remember that story with the husband? All right. And I mentioned that I had recently found a journal where I had noted that my grandfather told me that my grandmother actually had three kidneys. Weird. It's bonus. You have a bonus kidney. You, right. could, you could donate a kidney and still have the normal amount of kidneys. You could. We have another feel-good story about a kidney transplant today. This time it's an Are inter- you kidding me? <laughs> kidding <laughs> Are you kidneying me? <laughs> this time it's an international story, one prompted by an Israeli kindergarten teacher, and I apologize if I mispronounce her name. It's Aidit Harel Sigal. I said it way better when I was practicing. Anyway, she wanted to do something meaningful for her 50th birthday, so she decided she would donate a kidney. Wow. Right? For That's... your birthday, when, on birthdays where you normally get gifts, she you just gave had to one. give a gift, the gift of life. Yes. Well, not only did she just randomly give it, but she gave it to a three-year-old Palestinian boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And in order to move his child up the donor list to receive this kidney, his father also agreed to donate a kidney to an Israeli patient, a 25-year-old mother of two. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so back to Seagal. She met with the little boy, the toddler, and his mom before the surgery, and she sat with them, sang the child to sleep while his mother comforted him about the upcoming surgery. She sent him a letter that said this. It was actually longer. This is a quote from the letter. I, I saw a clip of her reading the letter, and it was really emotional. She said, you don't know me. You don't understand my language, and I don't understand yours. But soon we'll be very close because my kidney will be in your body. I hope with all my heart that this surgery will succeed and you will live a long and healthy and meaningful life. Her family, however, thought this was a terrible idea about of her choice of birthday celebrations. Eventually, though, they turned around and they came to support it. She made that decision at the end of that 11-day outbreak of renewed hostilities between Israelis and Palestinians. Wow. As a way to honor the values of her grandmother who had died five years previously. So here's what she told the AP. I threw away the anger and frustration and see only one thing. I see hope for peace and love. And if there will be more like us, there won't be anything left to fight over. She called it a small thing, but even so, any step closer to peace taken in good faith is a step in the right direction. The article I read started off this way. It said, when armed conflict is a way of life, a lasting resolution may seem beyond reach. And yet, while small acts of personal courage may not ultimately shape the larger outcome, there are some people on both sides who continue reaching for peace nevertheless. So the changes that we can make to create peace between nations, between family members or friends, all start with small sacrificial gestures. And this, I thought, was a beautiful one. Yes, a very beautiful one. I mean, it's a great gesture on its own, but especially between those two uh, nations or cultures that do not get along, that's even more meaningful and and powerful. And I'm going to stop. Because you're going to cry. cry. <laughs> I told you Fridays was a tear. Friday is cry day. <laughs> Friday, cry day. <laughs> Which 
will only make sense if you listen to the podcast. The and, other episodes and, the, and you get the chatter. That's right. The chatter. <laughs> so today's to-go cup quote is by Coco Chanel. Oh, we're going to go fashion. Don't spend time beating on a wall, hoping to transform it into a door. That doesn't sound like a Coco Chanel quote. <laughs> that takes a lot of work. I suppose it's a lot easier to just go look for the nearest door, door. <laughs> instead of wasting and have time. have a ham- sledgehammer or something. Although it can be fun as a good way to get rid of unwanted anxieties walls. and <laughs> unwanted walls. <laughs> I suppose sometimes making that new door is necessary, but what if it isn't? So today's takeaway is what are you spending time and effort to reinvent when using what already exists is good enough and frees up energy for something more productive. Sounds good. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box. An easy step into a morning routine. It is, what did I say? What did I say? What did I print on our cards? It's morning zen in a box. It gives you that five minutes of peaceful place within your, start your morning off with a positive frame of mind. So you can check out more at connectorcoffee.link backslash MMM. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to coffee and conversation with you each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So come back on Monday and join us then. Until then, have a great weekend. We know, remember that your best day starts right now. Stay caffeinated, y'all. not work either no it doesn't either but it doesn't make noise now, <laughs> why are you wearing it to, you, t- you replaced the watch that the battery's dead on with a watch that doesn't work no this one's battery's dead too that's my point no my point is i was wearing it for a fashion accessory for the podcast because <laughs> i don't wear the other one for the podcast because it it makes noise when i move my hands this one does not make noise so i'm just trying to make it real I'm trying to That's so not real. That's the opposite of making it real. <laughs> I'm making the illusion seem real. <laughs> I wore a watch that doesn't work <laughs> to make it seem real. It's a fashion accessory. <laughs> oh, that's different. I've got another watch that I could put on. It also doesn't work. When you got in the fight with the elephant. That was a dream. A good dream or a bad dream? I won. Well, then it was good. I'm out of chatter. Yeah, we're done. So no to, chatter. No, no chatter. No chatter for you. <laughs> no chatter for you. <laughs> That's either talking about someone who doesn't get any chatter or someone from Boston who gets no chowder. <laughs> <laughs> no chatter for you. Patakaniad, <laughs> you get no chatter. Say that again. Nope, one time. <laughs> I'm making up new new pinafore signs. Pinafore signs. Isn't that what it's called? I don't. What what's called? A pinafore is something you wear. Then I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> you know the people with like signs or or, and they speak in it's like Morse code but visually. You never heard of this? It's it's not. Maybe it's, it's it starts with a P. I don't know. We'll Google that. It'll be Googled later. <laughs> That'd be something to pucker up for. They can't all be winners. <laughs> that one wasn't. That was bad. That was sour. <laughs> Your morning mammoth.
<laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. I got no more chatter. Fresh out.